Hi, I'm Sadie. I'm American and I'm living in Japan. Konnichiwa. I'm Akane. I'm Japanese and I'm living in US. And this is the Foreign Exchange Program. In this show, we invite you to listen in on our insightful discussions about language, culture, society, and personal experiences living and thriving in a foreign country. Today, we will share how we deal with being homesick. Living in a foreign country is not always fun and exciting. Yeah, so we may experience homesickness in several different ways. You know, of course, part of being homesick is missing your friends and family in your home country, and a way to alleviate that or make your homesickness feel better is to call them and talk with them or send them a message. But that is kind of a given <laughs> when you feel homesick, calling your family or friends. So we're going to exclude this from our main list that we'll provide for you today. All right. You ready to get into it? Yeah. Let's get started. Okay. So to think about my answer for this was really difficult, actually. Ooh, okay. <laughs> there are some reasons because uh, I barely feel homesick. And I think in my situation, I use a lot. I use Japanese a lot hmm. because for my work. And I have some Japanese friend or Japanese co-workers and I extensively interact with them, mm. you know, for work, I have to. So I don't have like missing uh, using Japanese. I think some Japanese living in US, maybe middle of no nowhere, maybe they feel like, oh, I want to use Japanese. I want to hear Japanese. But my case is very different. And also I live in like a really, like a Asian community. There are a lot of like a Japanese, Korean, Chinese. So it's so easy to get like those food too. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and also my husband likes Japanese food, so he always wants to get Japanese food, maybe more than me. <laughs> so do you have an answer for our prompt or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have, I have. But okay, I just okay, wanted okay. to tell, how to say, disclaimer. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so I was thinking, even like right now, this kind of situation, but back then is not like this kind of situation. It's mm-hmm. more difficult to access Japanese or my culture. So in that time, at the time, I like to listen uh, J-pop mm-hmm. music, especially like a 90s mm. or 2000s. It's like nostalgic for you, right? Yeah, nostalgic. I think if I live in Japan, maybe it's easy to listen to those music, maybe from radio or TV, even like a grocery store, like a background music, Mm -hmm. or I go to karaoke with my friends. (laughs) But I think I don't have those situations in US. So sometimes... 
you know, in a YouTube related video clip. And then I just mm-hmm. clicked. And ah, this music is really <laughs> nostalgic. I listened when I was in high school, you know. And uh-huh. then I keep listening. <laughs> and then at that time, I feel really uh, feel home or comfortable. So sometimes I purposely listen to those music to not to feel sad or homesick. Mm-hmm. Like a kind of being part of Japanese community or my friend's community. Yeah, that's a good one. I think I I understand that a lot. Um, For me, I listen to so much American music anyway. I don't have the same kind of emotional connection maybe as you do. Uh, Because I never really stopped listening to American music when I came here. mm. So of course I enjoy it and it makes me feel happy, but it's not quite as strong of a, Mm. I don't know, an emotional response Mm. in that way regarding homesickness. Mm. Actually, that's a good point because I'm not, that kind of person usually listen to music mm. so that's why listen to music is like a one activity for me mm-hmm. so maybe that's why yeah sure that makes a lot of sense I can see that mm. yeah this actually fits in really well with my first one I think um so my disclaimer too I'm in a very similar situation as Akane in that I use English at work and I use it at home too. So for the most part, you know, I don't, I don't miss using English because it's, Mm. (laughs) it's still pretty constant in my life. But um, when I'm not at work or when I'm not at home, you know, it's always Japanese everywhere. And sometimes it can be a little bit, you know, exhausting (laughs) sometimes (laughs) but I want to feel kind of relaxed or you know can can turn my brain off a little bit in public too or in you know other situations so one way that I like to do this on occasion is to go see a movie oh because in in Japan If a movie was made in the U.S., for example, you should be able to find an English version, English audio version of that movie somewhere um, to watch. And then they'll have Japanese subtitles for Japanese Mm. people. But for me, it's really nice because I can, you know, experience English outside of, like I said, outside of work, outside of home. I can do some collective activity with other people, but it's primarily in English. So I can kind of relax a little Mm. bit. (laughs) So yeah, sometimes when I'm missing home, we're just missing the ease of being able to use English out in the world. Going to see a movie is really nice, I think. Mm, That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you often, did you often go to a movie when you are in U.S.? Not really. Every once in a while. To be honest, like you with music, I'm not a huge movie person, but I think just the the activity, being able to be out somewhere with other people and then 
having English being the primary language used is it just it's kind of comforting, mm. I guess. And yeah, it's not something I do too often, but when I really want that kind of break or that relaxed time, mm. a movie is a good place to do it. I also recently went to see a musical mm. that was in English as well, and that was nice. Same kind of feeling, but I love musicals, so that's a little bit different. <laughs> mm, that's nice. I did yeah. another even there is a English musical in Japan. Yeah, again, there were subtitles kind of on the sides of the stage. There were some small screens that had Japanese subtitles as the、oh. show was going on.、Um, but you can find them in the bigger cities, I think,、mm. in like Osaka, Tokyo, places like that. They have sometimes they have English shows.、Mm. So, that's nice. Yeah, that's also a good experience. And again, very comforting and familiar. So. On those days when I feel like, oh, <laughs> it's hard to live here. <laughs> living in the US is easier or whatever. When I'm in that kind of mood, something like this helps me just like、mm-hmm. relax a little bit. Nice. Yeah. So for second one is taking a bath for me. Uh huh. So this one is kind of interesting. Because oh, I feel homesick, or I miss my family, friends. I miss Japan. Let's take a bus. Not like that. <laughs> It's more like、oh, I'm so exhausted. You know, I'm so tired. I want to relieve my like a stress or fatigue, and then take a bus, and I feel really comfortable, relaxed, and I feel home. Mm-hmm. Or taking bus, the activity reminds me when I was in Japan. So that feeling makes me feel like a relieving, homesick, like sadness. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting activity to <laughs> like <laughs> make you feel more connected to like Japan or your your culture or whatever, but. We've talked about it in the past. How big taking baths is part of the culture here.、Mm-hmm. So I understand why. It's just in any other、mm. <laughs> conversation or situation, I think、yeah. it would be, be funny to hear this. But yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I think if I take a bath regularly, maybe I don't have this feeling、mm. because you know, just one thing I. Always do, but since now I have basta, but like a previous apartments, houses, sometimes I didn't have just shower, so I、mm-hmm. couldn't take baths. So maybe through that point, that's why now I have baths, and then when I take a bath, actually feel really home and relaxed. Mm-hmm. And even when I close my eyes, I feel like I'm in Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you been able to find some nice, like bath salts or bubble baths or something that are kind of Japanese style? I feel like that would make it even more、uh, enjoyable. That's true. I think、uh, in like American stores, it's hard to find Japanese style or Japanese smell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of weird Japanese smell, but 
we have some certain smell like a wooden smell or like certain uh, herbs or flowers. Right. It's hard to find those, but I have a Japanese store nearby so I can get if I oh, want good. to. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, I feel like that just adds to the experience, if anything. I think for me, like smell is a really big yeah. Um, how can I explain it? When I smell something, I can recall a memory very clearly with whatever that smell mm-hmm. is related to, like freshly baked bread or something like that. I have very yeah. clear, vivid memories that come back right away the moment I have that, like smell that thing. Mm-hmm. So if you can incorporate or add like the the bath salts or whatever those mm. extra smells to your bath i think that would just like really feel like you're sending yourself back to japan <laughs> yeah that's really good point like you know even right now i'm in us you are in japan we we can talk mm-hmm. with you know seeing each other but we mm. cannot send smell <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that's that's not possible yet <laughs> to my knowledge <laughs> So maybe that's why smell is really precious or valuable and then like uh, relieve our homesickness. Sure, sure. All right. So my second one, it's not one that I like, I don't know, throughout my time in Japan, sometimes it's been easier to achieve. Sometimes it's been harder. And you talked about how you you live pretty close to a Japanese store, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, some of the time I was able to live pretty close to an import store, but some of the time I wasn't mm. um, while I've lived in various places in Japan. So <laughs> I still really enjoy going to import stores um, to get snacks or something. Now I happen to live somewhere very close to a Kaldi, which is a very popular import store Mm, (laughs) chain in Japan. Yeah. So it's easy to get snacks that I want or that I miss or certain sauces or seasonings or something for cooking. And it's not something that I do too often, but I, I always enjoy having a store like that nearby and when I didn't have one nearby, I, I felt myself craving American food a lot more, mm. <laughs> I think, <laughs> without the accessibility. I really wanted, oh, I just want taco seasoning. I want to make tacos or like <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> something that was a little harder to find. Um, but yeah, just going to the import store every once in a while and picking out some snacks and you know that that always helps me but I will say it's not always it's not always satisfying there are times that I have tried to get for example Doritos or Mm. some other kind of chips and it says that it's the same kind of flavor (laughs) as the one in the U.S. but I can tell you right now it is not. (laughs) (laughs) The flavors are different. (laughs) And so there have been a few times when I tried to kind of ease my homesick feeling by 
getting some potato chips or whatever, or corn mm. chips and finding the flavor to be just very unsatisfying. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But when it's, it's not for every good, it's especially the seasoning on chips for some reason, I think is quite different than in the yeah. U.S. Chips are, I mean, I like Japanese chips too, but American chips are more flavor. Yeah. It's just, it's different. Like if I get Doritos, I want all that cheesy powder everywhere, but <laughs> <laughs> with the Japanese ones, I feel the flavor is just totally different, totally mm. different. So yeah, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It really depends on what I buy, but in general, getting some snacks or seasonings and stuff from import stores does make me feel nicer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand how you feel.、Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried to get like Japanese style something in in an American or Japanese style market in the U.S. and it the flavor wasn't quite the same? Ah, that's a good question. Actually, in American grocery stores around here, usually has like a Asian aisle.、Mm -hmm. So even it's not Japanese market, but usually we can get maybe、uh, ramen or、mm. soy sauce, some teriyaki sauce. Or... <laughs> nice pronunciation. <laughs> I love that teriyaki sauce. <laughs> teriyaki sauce. <laughs> and yeah, I think most of them are pretty good, and then、mm. almost similar.、Mm -hmm. So. I even usually just get from the store because it's、mm -hmm. closer than Japanese store.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, what else? Like a curry roux.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, barmondo curry or something.、Mm. Yeah, it's. I didn't have any disappointment so far.、Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder why it's so isolated to kind of snack snack foods and seasonings and stuff. That really, really changes it. <laughs> And you know, I find that a lot of the time, like sweets are, there's a different level of sweetness in the U.S. compared to here as well. So it's really the junk food, the snack food, that it's usually enough to make me feel okay, but、mm -hmm. sometimes it's not as satisfying as I would like. <laughs> yeah, because maybe in your mind you expected the one you had、yeah. in the U.S. That's right. <laughs> But man, when I can find something and it's exactly as I remember it, I'm so happy. It's like, ugh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so I will keep going to the import stores and trying to find more and more <laughs> snacks <laughs> in the future. Nice. So last one I wanted to talk about is、uh, food,、mm -hmm. also. But as I mentioned, I. Barely have like a relieving homesickness because of food recently because I keep eating Japanese food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the experience I want to share is when I came to US for the first time, which、mm. was 15 years ago. Wow. So even nobody has smartphone,、mm -hmm. and we have we had the internet access, but I. Didn't know much about this culture, like、uh, information. So I'm not sure at the time they have Yelp, but probably I、uh, think we had some form of it at the time. 
I see. But at least I didn't know. So it's、yeah. hard for me to find Japanese food.、Mm. I stayed a school, like a university dorm,、mm-hmm. just a couple months. It's not that long. But some, so I usually eat food from there. So, you know, university dorm food is like a burgers, hot dog, pizza, french fries. I mean, at first I was so excited because <laughs> I like junk food, you know. Oh, this is American food. So I was excited. But, you know, after a couple of weeks later, it's getting hard to eat those. And then I, I was craving Japanese food. Mm-hmm. And I found some like a restaurant selling、uh, like a California low or、mm. little like Americanized Japanese、mm-hmm. food. So it's not authentic one. I mean, it, they are tasty, but it's not something I was craving at the time. Yeah. I wanted to have more like a home food, really comfort, comfort food. Yep. So <laughs> at the dome, they had. White rice, you know, just usual rice. Yep. One. And then I can order a sunny side egg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they had a soy sauce. So <laughs> I put sunny side、oh, no. egg on the rice and、yeah. then put the soy sauce. That makes me amazing. And then <laughs> I literally revived. <laughs> Something so simple.、Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> that's funny too, because when I first moved to Japan and I didn't know how to cook anything Japanese yet, really, I, I made like rice with egg and sauce a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very simple, simple meal, but the flavor is very good. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's so funny. Just egg and rice and soy sauce, but somehow it had such a strong impact. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not something I always I was always eating when I、sure. was in Japan before coming to the US, but still, I don't know, like just soy sauce was really、yeah. makes me feel whole, <laughs> right? Right, right. <laughs> it's like, oh, this kind of flavor, yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> it's not something you find in typical American cuisine, so yeah. Yeah, I could see how that would make such a strong impression. <laughs> yeah, it was great experience for sure. I enjoy staying US at the time, but since I couldn't cook because I didn't have kitchen, so from you know, food perspective, it was kind of hard for me to、right. feel mm-hmm. Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at least you had your, you had your soy sauce. Was it a, <laughs> Japanese, a Japanese brand? Soy yeah.、Sauce? It was. was, yeah, it was Kikoma. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so it, the flavor is exactly like、yeah. Japanese style. That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> All right. So I know I just talked about food and you just talked about food, but I'm going to talk about food a little bit more <laughs> in a different way, in a different way.、Um, so, like you, I don't feel homesick all that often. In Japan, but one of the times I feel homesick the most, and maybe I've mentioned it before, is around the holidays.、Mm. A lot of, you know, holidays, no matter where you are, generally have very specific types of food that you eat、um, that 
you know, tie your memories to that holiday very strongly. So I don't go out and try and cook like a full dinner for Christmas or like a full Thanksgiving feast or anything like that. But I have a clear memory of my first year in Japan, especially going through Christmas for the first time and feeling, you know, kind of sad because Christmas is not really a thing here. Um, and in my family for Christmas morning, we have a tradition of eating cinnamon rolls, like for breakfast. That's just Mm. what we do every, every morning, every Christmas morning. So on Christmas, that first year that I was in Japan, I tried to look for a bakery (laughs) (laughs) and I went and picked up, I bought a cinnamon roll. (laughs) Oh, that's good. You could find, I was able to find one. Yeah. There was, uh, What's it called? Like Vie de France. Ah, Vie de France. Ne? Yeah, not too far from where I was living at the time, which is a pretty common nice bakery, joke. bakery chain. Yes, thank you, Vie de France, <laughs> for having cinnamon rolls and alleviating my homesickness. But yeah, so I was luckily able to find a cinnamon roll and I took it home and I ate it that Christmas morning and it made me feel just a little bit like oh like a little bit connected back back with home at that time you know I feel like yeah I feel like your first year similar to your experience your first time visiting the U.S. or my first year in Japan your emotions are a lot stronger Mm. you're going through such an adjustment um and it's you know it can be hard to to deal with so you find anything you can to kind of alleviate Mm. alleviate that that sad feeling or that you know weird adjustment kind of um and luckily I was able to find solace or like relief in cinnamon rolls Mm. (laughs) that's good I mean I'm surprised because cinnamon roll is not something common in Japan so in US, mm. like uh, we can find the low, like a uh, how is it, home bakery one, like a road one. At the, the Pillsbury ones in the. Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh-huh. so easy to find. But yeah. in Japan, some store has, but not always. So I'm so glad you could find on the day. You know who else has cinnamon rolls? Kaldi. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> they have frozen ones. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's great. It's not as good as the freshly baked ones, but they're pretty good still. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, yeah. holiday season is sometimes hard if you are in a foreign country, you don't Mm -hmm. have much friends or no family, especially maybe first couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, that's honestly still probably when I feel the most homesick. So I try and seek out comfort food in some way, whether it be cinnamon rolls for Christmas or I found a really nice American style restaurant somewhere in my city and it like they have a kind of Thanksgiving meal that they serve it's really Mm. popular among American like residents especially that go there it's and it it was very nostalgic like being able to eat that or some years like the foreign community where I was living got together and had some sort of Thanksgiving meal or Christmas party or something. So, 
you know, it's, it's good to try and create bonds with other mm. foreigners where you live, I think, because they feel the same kind of feelings you do. So yeah, that's true. You can alleviate that, that mm. um, homesickness together in mm. with, with community. And that's really nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah it, especially holiday season, it's nice to get together and then share the joy and you know you may feel more your home country so yeah i totally understand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think in my case the things i said are not something i did because i want to relieve homesickness but mm-hmm. Like as a result, those really help to relieve my like sadness or homesickness. So I was surprised because even I didn't expect they are helpful. So you didn't go into any of these things with the intention or the purpose of like helping you feel less homesick at first, at first, first time. But mm. after I did it, oh, I feel home. So when I feel homesick later or feel sad, oh, then now I can listen to J-pop. Oh, I can take a bath or I can eat the rice and egg. <laughs> <laughs> With soy sauce. <laughs> They're kind of your aha moments or your, your realizations. That yeah. These, these things help you feel like you're kind of back home a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting because for me, I feel like a lot of the time I was seeking out some sort of relief mm. for, like I said, the holidays, especially that first year were like, Ugh. so I really, really was looking for something to feel like, you know, I was still, I could still celebrate or feel a little part of that tradition. Um, and yeah. I guess when I go to Kaldi or something too, it's just because I want, <laughs> I want, I want something that I miss from, from the U S right. So in general, I, I seek those things out on purpose and same thing with going to the movies. I don't go to the movies that often, but when I do, it's something that I can kind of feel like a relief, <laughs> mm. like just that ease of, you know, understanding and communication and Maybe that one wasn't so intentional at first, but the first time I sat down and watched a movie and realized it was in English, I was like, oh, this is great. Mm. (laughs) Like, I don't have to think at all. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's nice to try to find own way to like relieve your homesickness. Mm -hmm. And then maybe it's really depends on people. Maybe some people have, other ideas which doesn't apply for us so sure. I think that's okay and then you know sometimes hard living in a foreign country not every time fun or exciting right. as we said in the beginning so it's nice to take a break rest gain more energy and then you can uh, come back to the like real life or whatever you're challenging yeah absolutely I mean when you live somewhere new, even if the culture is pretty similar to yours, there are going to be 
difficulties or there are going to be differences that you discover the longer you stay somewhere. So it's absolutely, I agree. It's very important to notice that and, you know, pay attention to when you feel that kind of stress start to Mm -hmm. creep up or pile up and do whatever you need in your own way Mm -hmm. um, to alleviate that kind of like we did, whether it's eating special food or taking a bath or whatever it is. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. It was a delight. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. If you enjoy listening to our show, please consider leaving us a rating or comment on your preferred podcasting platform. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to email us at foreignexchangeprogrampod at gmail.com. We'd love to get some feedback from you all. You can find us on Instagram as well at Foreign Exchange Program Pod. So feel free to follow us on there, send us a message, and get notified when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening. <laughs>